This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 872, Three Study Habits to Finally Reach Your English Goals in 2018 with Patrick Gillen. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Habits are powerful. Today, Patrick will tell us what the three things are that you must consider before you set any study habits for 2018 so that you can finally become the English speaker that you want to be. Hey, Patrick, how are you doing today? Welcome to the show. Doing well, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. Hey, we're glad to have you on. And we just discovered when we were talking before the show that we both went to school in the same region. We didn't go to the same school, but my university used to be the women's college of your university. Isn't that interesting? Yes, very interesting. Thankfully, we <laughs> we have co-education now. <laughs> we have co-ed. Exactly. Did you learn anything interesting by going to UVA school in that part of the country, Virginia? What did you think about that region? It was good. Different. I'm from much, much farther north of Virginia. So the uh, change in speed was good. A little slower down in the south of the United States. It is. It is. For me, it was a big change because I grew up in New Hampshire yes, and I went to college right. in Fredericksburg, Virginia, University of Mary Washington. So big change for me. And um, they always say that Frederick Fre Fredericksburg is like the start of the South. So I think that's kind of interesting. And Charlottesville is certainly Southern. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Awesome. And you used to wrestle in college. Is that right? I did. Yeah. For five years. Wow. What was that like? It was tough. It was like having a full-time job uh, and going to school full-time as well. So lots to yeah. do, but always very focused, which was nice. Wow. And so you must have had to really think about how to build the right habits. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. It was Division One, right? UVA? Absolutely, yeah. D1? Big, D1 wrestling. Yeah, big part of it is habits, just doing doing the right things every day. Not, not only some things, but the right things is uh, – is, is really the, the goal of, of most athletes to, to be able to balance school and work, essentially, which would be sport in that case, um, can, can be tough. So you got to have routines in place, that's for sure. Yeah. Did you find that you got better? I mean, did you wrestle all four years at UVA? I did. I actually, I had a joint program with my undergraduate degree and my master's. So I spent five years in school, which lined up with my red shirt year of college. So I spent five years wrestling at UVA. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. cool. So <laughs> did you, <laughs> well, that's a lot of wrestling. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you, did you, so you guys must have traveled a lot around the U.S. to wrestle and that kind of thing? Yeah, got to see a lot of different places, parts of the country, uh, all the way out from, from the East Coast to the West Coast and Las Vegas wow. and everywhere in between. So Oh, it's so cool. So you must have gotten better then at setting the right habits as you progressed in your career. Like as a freshman, it must have been hard. Did you learn anything about habits, like how to like uh, best practices for setting them as you went through school? Yeah, definitely. I think as a as a freshman, uh, you, you kind of learn which habits are the bad habits. 
the ones uh, you, you need to break. So it's always good, you know, if, if you have a fresh start and you don't get those bad habits, it's always better. Uh, but, you <laughs> yeah. know, wrestling was a fun sport. I remember uh, one of the main things I remember from, from camps and clinics growing up, I had a, a coach who said it takes almost 20,000 repetitions of something to make it stick. So with wrestling okay. moves and that, and I mean, I, that's based in, in some neuroscience and stuff. And I, I know that it, it could be, the numbers might be a little bit off, but, but the general idea is there that it really takes a ton to make a habit and it takes a ton of consistency uh, to do oh. that. Right. So that's why it's absolutely crucial that we build habits right away and build the right ones. So at that point, we're starting to move into that cycle of practice, right? I've also heard it being said like 10,000 hours. I think that's a Malcolm Gladwell quote that you need that much practice to actually make something become a skill. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So then this is the right time to have you on today, Patrick, and you know, to be to be able to talk about habits because it's early January and our listeners are looking for new habits to build so they can get on the on the fast track Absolutely. to being fluent in English and connecting in English. So yeah. today, Patrick, because you know, you you have experience setting habits and setting the right habits, you're here to share with us three uh, good study habits for the new year, right? For our listeners. So why don't we go ahead and just dive into that? What would you say, Patrick, would be the first thing that our listeners should pay attention to when they set their study habits? Yeah. So, so aside from the consistency piece, which is, which is a almost self-explanatory kind of getting, getting that practice all the time. I think you need Mm -hmm. to have good practice. We we used to talk in, in the, uh, in teaching setting, it's it's practice is the most important thing, uh, but you need to have good practice. Practice with good feedback. So if you're if you're doing the wrong things over and over, you're building the wrong habits. So if you're oh. if you're doing the right things, you're you're using the right content, and it's kind of tailored to you, then that's that's going to be good practice. Along with that, you're going to need feedback as well to make sure throughout the course of your practice, you're still doing the right things, kind of being on the right track. Um, oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. And so that really, you know, even even as adults, uh, we go from children all the way through the spectrum. Um, you, you really want to feel good about what you're doing. You want to feel good about the practice. There's that psychological piece. So the practice, mm. um, not only not only does it need to be right, it needs to feel successful. You know, so you, so ideally you have somebody there that's kind of guiding you and, and, and letting you know so that you're confident in the fact that you know, you're getting it. And and that kind of pushes you forward and and helps with your consistency and makes you want to learn English, makes you want to log on to to what you're doing um, and kind of get that practice. That that's huge, Patrick. I'm really glad you said that because I'm sure we have a lot of listeners. I know I've done this in my life where I develop a habit. I think I'm doing a good thing because I'm. I think I'm working towards a goal, but I'm actually yeah. not doing the right things. Absolutely. So I'm <laughs> I'm building the wrong habit or practicing things that are maybe incorrect. Yeah. Right. And. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then we form, we solidify mistakes, right? And so very dangerous, right? So that's why it pays, especially the beginning of 2018, beginning of a new year, to take the time to set up the right habit, get the right teacher, the right program, work with the right people, get the right feedback. Yeah. Well, perfect example here. I spent uh, this past summer, so so way back in the June, July months, playing a lot of golf. Um, I was a former athlete, so I like the athletic piece of that. Well, I didn't okay. take any lessons and I didn't get any feedback. I just kept playing and thought I could do it myself. <laughs> and at the end of the summer, I looked back and realized 
I had no good practice or practice with success, and now I'm I'm pretty soured on golf and didn't get any better. So, oh, good example. <laughs> yeah. What a shame. You yeah. could have been spending that time like really building up your skills and learning. Absolutely. And then you wouldn't have quit, yep. right? Yes. Oh, man. Okay. That it, that's it. That says everything for our listeners, guys. <laughs> so, you know, if you're not sure if you're doing the right things or if you want to make sure you're doing the right things, then listen up for the end of the episode. We're going to show you how you can actually work with Patrick and we'll show you how to make sure you get the right feedback. So you're spending all those hours doing the right things. Okay. I love that, Patrick. Let's go on to the next one. So what would be your second tip for how to how to set good study habits? Today, we're talking with Patrick. Patrick is part of an awesome team of coaches based in the US from Spoken. Spoken is a program that's dedicated to helping you reach your English goals fast because it's easy to use and it's customized for you. It's like an English teacher in your own pocket. Get our special deal at allearsenglish.com forward slash spoken. That's S-P-O-K-E-N. Get two free lessons and 20% off your first month if you register at this link, allearsenglish.com forward slash spoken. Well, the second thing would be learning uh, in, a, in a relatable way to you. So if you're trying to learn English for a job, uh, it's probably a good idea to, to start to get practice in that area, in that content area of your job. Uh, if you're on a lot of calls, if you do a lot of meetings, you run meetings, um, webinars, things like that, it's good to practice in, in you know, simulated real life situation. So it, it makes sense uh, while you're learning and it keeps you engaged. Uh, nobody really wants, or at least I didn't growing up, I didn't want to learn in a hypothetical way, meaning, mm. you know, everything was, was, you know, way off. It wasn't something I was engaged yeah. in. It wasn't something I was doing. Uh, so, so things that you're interested in um, are going to make it a lot easier to stay engaged. Yeah, that's huge. And we just, we don't have to do it the old way anymore, right? right. With textbooks that are just not customized to us, yeah. classrooms. There's this whole thing called the internet mm -hmm. and all these new apps, right? Specifically spoken, the app that you work in, right? Yeah. To teach students where we can get customized lessons so easily, guys. So don't try to fit in a box if it doesn't feel right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's nothing more motivating than we know, let's say we know we have a, a meeting uh, in English at noon and mm -hmm. we jump on a call with our English teacher in the U.S. at 10 a.m. to prepare. It's extremely motivating. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Awesome. So how about your third tip then, Patrick? Third tip would be uh, really it's it's kind of where are we heading? Um, wh where do you want to be when you're learning? Where, where, where are you going? And I think that from an education standpoint in general, the thing I'm looking for in a lot of my students is creating their own content. Uh, you want mm. you want to move the information in a way that that kind of is unique to you. So so if you get to the point where you can create those sentences, you can run those meetings, you can make those, you know, you've built all this knowledge, and now you're actually putting it into use, uh, thinking on your own thinking in the language, that's really kind of showing that you're starting to master that content, you're starting to really think in that in that content, and, and you, you've really got a good handle on the language or whatever it is you're doing. Mm, I like it. Can you give us a tangible example of what this means? Like maybe with a student that you've worked with where they've been able to take in information and then use it and apply it? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, so in a sport kind of setting and in a physical education setting as well, um, you have guys that they, they start to use the skills to accomplish tasks that they're setting for themselves. So maybe we did an overhand throw. We're working mm-hmm. on overhand throwing. Um, there's a lot of little benchmarks to hit, a lot of little things that we can be doing, like stepping with our foot and throwing, following through with our arm. Those are Mm -hmm. all things that make a good skill. But when I know that they've really mastered is when they start to kind of discover uh, new ways to put that, like, let's try to hit that tree branch Mm -hmm. or let's hit that part of the fence. Yeah. Yeah. And, And so in an English kind of learning setting, I think it looks more like starting to put together dialogue and, and, and use different words kind of to express, mm-hmm. you know, things that you've done. Okay. So not just repeating what the teacher shows us as right. a chunk or a phrase. Instead, we use those phrases and create something new or alter them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. And that, I mean, that's where the fun comes in, yeah, right? With learning absolutely. learning languages. It's creative. It's connection-based. Mm-hmm. Um, have you learned any languages yourself, Patrick? I have not. No, not not as of now. I would love to. Um, yeah. I think I would mm-hmm. like to try that. I've been thinking recently of getting into that. Definitely. Well, you'll be able to use these habit-building tips and get on the right track right yeah. from the start, right? There you yep. go. Awesome. Absolutely. Okay, so these are good. These are great tips, Patrick. I really appreciate this. And so, if you, uh, you, are, I suppose you are a teacher on spoken. Is that right? Yes, I am. Okay, awesome. And how many how many lessons a week do you give over there at Spoken? And what do your lessons look like? I try to give about you know four to six lessons uh, a week, and and they consist of they're an hour, um, and, and they're really based on different concepts, uh, depending on what the learner needs. So for example, if I have somebody that maybe is an executive at at an international company who does a lot with English and wants to better their, their business English, uh, maybe they run a bunch of meetings, then we can have a lot of things tailored to phrases, terms, things like that, that, that go with running meetings. And so Mm. basically there's some delivery, um, of content, usually on the telegram platform, uh, okay. where they log in and things come across and, and they read or they listen and then they they manipulate that information. And I'm able to, in real time, kind of give feedback and say, you know, wow. you, you can actually, I can do a lot with pronunciation at the same time as we're doing uh, some things with the terms. So, you know, if they're, cool. if they're understanding the use of the word, but maybe, you know, they're, they're, they're just, you know, not making the right sound with their mouth. We can also, we can address that right there and kind of uh, work with that for that full hour. Mm, I love that. And Telegram, is that an app that our listeners could have on their smartphones? Absolutely. Just as wow. easy to download as any other app. Okay. So you're saying that our listeners could just be in a cafe, even in the train, if they can get internet access and be kind of working through the app with you and getting feedback on the other side with you in the U.S.? Yes, absolutely. It's it's that cool. simple and that portable. Okay, awesome. And we know that a lot of our listeners at Allers English, especially our business uh, students, you know, business professionals who need to use English, yeah. have gone over to Spoken and have found a lot of success, guys, over there. And it's 2018. 
trying to, time to think about those habits, right? Love it. Yes. Love it. Um, okay, cool. So guys, if you are ready to get started over at Spoken and maybe work with Patrick or another one of the coaches, the native English coaches over there, go over to allearsenglish.com forward slash Spoken. That's forward slash S-P-O-K-E-N. And we'll, they'll give you over at Spoken two free lessons and 20% off your first month if you decide to join. Uh, Patrick, any final words of wisdom for our listeners here at All Ears English? Uh, just, just consistency. Keep, keep it going. Uh, you need to, you need to engage in that English every day. Um, and over at Spoken, we're pretty flexible. So even, even if you're have a busy day, uh, when you're ready to settle in, we'll be there to, uh, to help you That's out. That's great. Yeah, that's hugely important. I know that a lot of our listeners, you know, they're in meetings all day yeah. and they don't necessarily have that set hour to sit down in front of a computer and have right. a Skype lesson. So it sounds like you guys are quite a bit more flexible. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Okay. It's a good alternative, guys. So go on over allearsenglish.com forward slash spoken and sign up right now. Patrick, thanks for coming on to thanks hang for out. And me. it was it was fun chatting with you today. Absolutely, you as well. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.